Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. Today, we are doing a podcast with the Playtesters, and I have Tiffany here in California with me, and then we have some of our friends in Europe joining us. So we have Julie and Safwan. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having us again. Always. I love these chats, and I think our listeners do too, so we are excited to keep doing them. Today's topic is all about kind of fitness and things that you found to help you off the court that show a difference on the court. So we have a lot of listeners who are recreational players and maybe they only play one or two times a week. And we've gotten a lot of questions on what they can incorporate into their weekly routines as far as fitness to help them become a better tennis player. Because I'm sure as you guys sometimes experience or can imagine if you're only playing one or two times a week, it's hard to like take that next step to the next level if you don't have that ability to play more than that than those two times. So... I know you guys are super active athletes, um, and Tiffany and I were talking, we kind of have a broad group of ages represented. We don't need to denote the ages. <laughs> we, we got our youngsters in Europe, and... <laughs> you on the upper end of the... I'm on the lower end. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got the babies in Europe, and then the older folks. <laughs> The experienced athletes in California. So first question I want to ask you guys, what is your favorite way to exercise and work out when you are not playing tennis? Let's start with Tiffany. I don't know if I have a favorite. I like to keep variety so I stay interested. I mean, I do a lot of um, HIIT workouts. So I like those because um, two kids working full time, I can get a pretty good workout in in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll do the, and I mix that up even as far as length of time. Sometimes I do the 20 second interval of work and 10 second rest. And then other times maybe I'm doing uh, 45 seconds with the 15 second rest. So I'm constantly just trying to keep myself active, but changing it up. So it's not the same routine all the time. And um, as of late, um, I had my ankle had been feeling a little bit sore, so I haven't been doing the jumping as much. So picking up and doing a little bit of kickboxing, like really easy, not actually in a gym or anything, just at home, some jabs. Yes, I love that. No one can see me because I'm (laughs) mortified if someone watched me do that. But, you know, I get up pretty early before the kids get up to get that in and just keep myself um moving. I I just like to be active. And so I'm always doing different, different things. Yeah. Um, I would say everyone that I know in the playtest group is like super active. And like Tiffany isn't even hitting on the amount of things that she actually does because she like bikes to work sometimes and climbs and hikes and does all the things. So yeah, that's just a small hint into how active she is. Safwan, what about you? What's your favorite way to work out when you're not on the court? When I'm not on the court, I like to go to the gym because I basically have everything there. So as Stephanie said, I like to do hits so I can just basically have some space and do 
hit there just with body weight. Um, but I can also like incorporate some weight and have a more strength uh, training. So I usually like to train three times <clears throat> during the week uh, outside of the court. And I split it in the... Um, so one time I do a full body training. So this, uh, it's usually either a circuit training for like 20 minutes and I don't stop. I just do uh, several exercises to just basically target the whole body. Uh, or I do a hit with uh, either 45 seconds effort, 15 seconds rest. Um, and then the two other times during the week, I do a lower body um, exercises and then I do upper body exercises. And the way I do it is I like to work the upper body in strength. So I'm kind of having low reps, but high volume. Mm -hmm. And I do the lower body in endurance. So I have lower, um, lower volume, but higher reps. That's nice. how I split my, my training. And he's consistent with it. I like that. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, it's very, in I like how intentional you are. Like, yeah, it sounds like it's a great combination for tennis too. I mean, with all the running that we do on the court, the endurance on the legs is is key. Yeah, that's that's how I was thinking. So I started to do it um, maybe more seriously about ten months ago. And uh, as Julie said, the hardest part is to stay consistent. So I'm pretty happy that I can keep it for now. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> Hopefully, it's going to stay like that. But it's crazy that I can already see the results on the court and I'm really happy with that. Nice. And I have to ask because the gym here is still closed. Uh, what did you do during quarantine when, or maybe you guys had access to gyms or weights during that time? Actually quarantine was, <laughs> how can I say, um, this is how you see if you're creative or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. If you want to keep training, you have to find bottles or bags and put some stuff inside. <laughs> I hope you can. You have a lot of books that you read, then you can put it inside, <laughs> and then you have some weight. So, basically, that's how you try to find a way to to keep on training. Nice, no excuses. I love it, Safwan. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Julie. I know you do a little bit of everything from running to skateboarding to like literally climbing and surfing and hiking and all the things so what's right now your favorite ways to work out well you mentioned skateboarding and surfing i'm terrible at both of them <laughs> i'm like skateboarding with like a, a cruiser just to like instead of biking i skateboard places and surfing I try, my brother is a surfer. I'm trying to follow him, but I can get up on a board and that's about it. <laughs> um, and we don't really have the ocean right here. <laughs> but, um, uh, mainly, so, okay, I you guys talked about HIIT training and like that type of stuff. That's what I used to do before uh, this year. I was like doing a lot of intervals and stuff because I know that I need that kind of like cardio and also like, um, I mean, this kind of cardio for tennis, I think is the best because tennis, you just keep going and stop and then you go, go again and you stop and just like that for like a couple hours. So you need that. So I was doing a lot of intervals uh, running or doing footwork exercises. 
That's what I was doing before I joined a CrossFit gym. Oh, snap! <laughs> and before I started um, climbing, but I don't climb really consistently. I climb like maybe once a week. And it's more like, to me, it's more like a off-day training, like a, for like some cross-training. It's like awesome because I'm... I get to rest a little bit, but since I'm so active and I'm just struggling not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a fun way to still like interact with people and still like do like sports and move your body and discover a new sport. Because climbing, Tiffany knows more than I do probably, but I feel like you need to be so flexible and stuff. And there's so much technique that gets into it. And it's, um, I feel like it's uh, engaged muscles that we don't obviously, um, or it does engage muscles and movements that we don't usually do in tennis mm -hmm. so that's why i think that climbing is actually pretty fun and you interact with people in a different way too but i started crossfit and even though it's very intense it's not a sport that i would recommend for like people that play already like 10 or 15 hours of tennis a week but like if for for like players that play like two or three hours like me and there are like super active and really like to train at high intensity CrossFit is really awesome because it just works on every part of um, athleticism. So it works on flexibility. You have some gymnastic movement that's really interesting. Um, you have some weightlifting and cardio. So fell in love with CrossFit last, last month. And nice. Yeah. I did it this morning too. It's great. <laughs> I'm kind of tired now. Going to sleep at night tonight. But <laughs> that's awesome. I actually, I don't do CrossFit, but I really appreciate and sometimes model my workouts after the way they do theirs because there's so much variety and like, you're never bored. Every day is something new. Mm -hmm. And like that, I think one of the things that we can all agree on is that you need to start being consistent. And um, once you're kind of make, and also realize that it's setting time aside for yourself. So if you can kind of use it as you know, time alone or time, you know, t even if it's time with other people, but like you're investing in yourself, self-care. <laughs> um, that's cool. Something else I did want to bring up and I know, I don't know about Safwan, but I know Tiff and Julie and I have dabbled in it is um, a stretching routine or maybe a yoga practice. I know before quarantine, I was doing a bunch of yoga and now I'm lucky to do it once a week. And I can definitely tell that I'm not doing it. So what about, Safwan, do you ever do any extra stretching or yoga? I'm a very bad example for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something I, I know is good. I, I read about it and uh, apparently it helps your muscle to remember also and to recover and to, to be better prepared for the next exercise. So when I was doing uh, competition and stuff, I was... Uh, forcing myself to stretch mm -hmm. and I have to admit that I, I haven't done it in a long time and the reason is um, because I in the end I was training between tennis and um, the gym I was training like five to six times a week so maybe just one rest day and because I was always almost always active it's like I almost at the end I almost didn't get sore so Either I'm not pushing enough <laughs> or, <laughs> or it just means that, uh, I don't know, I'm, 
I know I should do it. I will think about it next time, promise. You need to be sore to stretch. <laughs> yeah. I know that um, stretching is something I have not since quarantine. I've been not doing as much yoga um, with the studios and everything closed. It's a lot harder. There are some things online, but uh, before I was a tennis player, when I was a kid, I actually was a competitive gymnast. So stretching is something that I like to do. I mean, I, I, it's, I, I like to do it and I try to set aside um, one kind of recovery day. I mean, I'm always trying to stay active, but then there's one day that I intentionally, it's usually Friday or Saturday, will try to just do, um, I don't know, 20 minute stretching routine. Uh, it's relaxing for me and uh, I hope that it helps keep injuries minimal. I mean, <laughs> I do get them and so, like my constant where I want to see that I can improve my flexibility is definitely my upper body. So I'm always trying to increase my shoulder flexibility. Um, and with the climbing uh, that I do, I can feel like that has a, been a good strength builder for me, but then also an opportunity for me to, to learn some new stretching and um, keep that nice and limber. Yeah, because if you're not um, flexible for climbing, I feel like you're like, you can't become, like you're limited, you know? Like, because I'm lacking a little bit of flexibility and on some movements, like people are like, oh, but you were almost there. I'm like, I know, but I'm stuck. My body is not letting me, I'm not flexible enough. And that's how I realized like how much flexibility is important. Yeah, and maybe Tiff, you could even talk us through some of, the more important um, poses or stretches that might be good for tennis players. And I'm thinking specifically in the hip area. <laughs> One of my favorites to do, and that I actually do almost every day is um, we called it the figure four stretch. You're lying down on your back and you, um, maybe you cross one leg over the, the other and you bring it up and then you you thread your arm between your leg uh, your legs, and then you kind of just you pull on the the um, the bent leg, not the the bottom leg. How do like I the back of your hamstring, right? The back of your hamstring. But <laughs> like if I'm doing it right, pull it through the um, the hip and the and the glute of the the leg that's on top. And so I like to do that one uh, after. I wish I were better about actually cooling down af off the court. Um, I probably should do it then. But it is something that I like to throw in after um, a hit routine or something. I will always try to do those. Um, I know that I have to be careful a little bit for myself, like doing some of the deeper yoga poses. I can get myself a little bit, my hips are a little bit all over the place from um, years of gymnastics, I think. But uh, I do like, that is my favorite one. And I feel like it, it, you can kind of see where you are and adjust to see how, how tight those muscles are and you can adjust yourself. You, you'll feel, you want to go just till you feel a, a stretch. And I think CrossFit's also really big on stretching, Julie, um, yeah. right? Because they have, what is it called? There's like something that's like, oh, I can't think of it. But like literally at the end of workouts, they'll have like conditioning that's literally just stretching and holding stretches for a long time. Hmm. We're doing that for warm-up usually. Okay. So because like uh, – CrossFit is like a, 
So how they introduced me to CrossFit is by explaining me that it was like a, a pyramid and CrossFit is kind of like a way of living. At the base, there's nutrition and stuff. And uh, the actual workout is at the top of the pyramid. And in between, there's gymnastics, telling us that gymnastics, flexibility and everything that comes with it is like more important than the workout that you're actually about to do. So you're like, wow, I need to get some work going. But um, I forgot what we were saying that. What was it? The Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stretch, the stretch at the beginning. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a warm up type of stretching. It lasts like, a, you know, five seconds each side for warm up. You never want to stretch. I mean, that's how I've been taught. But for warm up, we never stretch like more than five seconds each side. And then for a cool down, we stretch like 10 to 20 seconds each side. But um, you want to activate the muscles. So we hold these poses for five seconds and it feels so good. And there's a lot of um, torsionability, you know, we twist a lot and uh, get those shoulders ready, you know, like shoulder stretch and all that stuff. But yeah, back stretch. Um, let's talk a little bit about running because I like to run. And I think a lot of tennis players are scared to add it into their routine or a lot of us. I don't know if you guys can agree. I just always say that I grew up hating running because it was like a punishment for tennis. So I don't know about you guys. And I know Julie, you said that you used to run more. Um, but I've started doing like these track workouts once a week that I love because I love um, simulating the way we use our bodies on the tennis court, which is a very like maximum push and then a recovery. Anyone mm -hmm. else do stuff like that or just me? <laughs> I think I like to make every workout fun. Um, so a lot of, I feel like running is essential, I think for um, tennis because of that cardio that it brings you. So I think you need, you need to run at least 45 minutes a week, I think. Um, but uh, what I think is best is just to try to make every workout fun. And it may mean for someone, run 30 minutes with a friend. Or for somebody else, it can be like, you know, do intervals or, I don't know, anything. Like listen to music, to a podcast while you run. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but what I like to do to make this running fun, it's intervals. I need to get a sweat going and my heart rate like beating fast. Um, I like to incorporate some stairs always because I feel like I'm always getting more than a typical run-in when I do so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like this uh, fast footwork type of thing. And uh, also it's just like some um, modification to the running that you can do. You know, it's like you, um, I don't know, if you're like uh, at a 15 or 20 minutes away from the gym walk, well, you can jog there and it's like, it gets you a little 10 minute, it gets you a mile run. Yeah. It's just like little things like this. If you really hate running, you can still incorporate it um, in some different ways if you'd like to, or sometimes you can run a mile and then do something fun instead. I don't know, some exercise that you like, plank exercise, abs is essential for tennis too. So you can always combine you can always include running into uh, some other sort of training. But um, yeah, that's the tip for people that don't like running. Yeah, I feel like everyone listening is like, oh, I hate running. Shut up. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> a mile, when you think about it, like a mile, um, 
it, it can be done like at a slow pace. You don't, and it's, it's going to be under 15 minutes. Yeah. You, I don't know how much is a mile walk, but I, I know that at jogging pace, like it's 10 minutes, about 10 minutes. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and you hit on something else. Core. Let's talk a little bit about some core workouts. Safwan, what's your favorite core strengthening routine? Uh, for the abs. Yes. No? Yeah. Um, I wanted to add something about running, but that's... Yeah. That's, no, yeah. please. I want to hear. No, I, I totally agree with Julie. You need to keep it fun. It's it's the the starting point if you want to keep on going with running. And um, right now... Unfortunately, I cannot really run long distances because of my knees. But what I was doing before, I know that <clears throat> before the season starts, I was doing a lot of endurance. I was going for the runs, long runs, and basically get my body moving and get back to like to be in shape and to be fit for the start of the season. And then during the season, when I had competition and stuff, it was more uh, explosive runs and interval and that stuff. So. That's kind of a, the advice I would give up. And I, I've always heard that every tennis player should have a running shoe in his bag. So I, I was just going to say, if you don't like running, buy a new pair of running shoes. And <laughs> <laughs> that will at least I give you some. Only one. I, don't, I don't do much running. I used to. And then mm -hmm. I actually um, just started again, cycling a little bit. Like Michelle said, um, for me, I ride my bike into work. And then I also am starting to, my son is getting into it. So um, mountain biking. So I'm starting to get back into that. And I like cycling. Uh, I like for run. And I used to like this for running too. It's just when we'd go on a longer, if I go on a longer one, it's just a good way also to clear my head. Mm -hmm. Just whether it's the feet hitting the pavement, just hearing it or the whir of the road. When on mom on the bike, it's a good way to also clear the head. And uh, once I find that, once you find that rhythm, sometimes you don't even realize that you're running right. and cycling. You're just everything you do, every sports you practice to really find enjoyment. You gotta get in the sort of zone, and that's what I love about sports. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, but like, don't get us wrong. There, you're gonna have days where it just sucks, but you still do it because it's part of your routine. Yeah, and well, sometimes, you know, it, that is like the motivation sometimes, some days. It's like, oh, I don't want to do it. But then I say, but I have it on my, this is, this is what I had planned to do today. Just give it a little bit of effort, see how it goes. And then a lot of times by the time I'm done with it, I'm just really happy that I did it. And it, and it, it gives me a fresh look on the day, and I feel, I feel great. I mean, gets those endorphins, gets the sweat going. I yeah, I always say that I'm a nicer person after I work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like Tiff said, like those days when you don't want to work out, I think those are the most important because they're like the days where you feel the happiest about um, working out almost. So like I had some mornings on Sunday mornings who get up at like eight in the morning to run on Sunday. I decided to do that a couple of times. And when I decide to do something, I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I wake up in the morning and I was like, okay, I said, I'll run, but I really don't want to. And I really, really, really force myself. And, um, what I do is like before I started running, I have a goal of like 45 minutes running in my head. And I'm like, okay, if I say straight away, I'm going to run 45 minutes, it's not going to happen at all. So though, if I'm telling myself, 
okay, just go for like a nice, sweet 20 minutes jog, Julie, you got this. And then, you know, you, you, you do your run and everything's good. And at the end of the day, I go out for a run after two minutes. I'm like, why am I doing this? And after five minutes, I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. After 10, I'm like, okay, I'm halfway there. After 20, I'm like, all right, let's do that 40 minutes, you know? <laughs> and that's, it's just getting that rhythm going. And then once you're done, you're like happy about yourself. And then it's like this little consistency that you need to, that we were talking about earlier that is like super important. Um, and yeah, those days start the hardest are like the best for you. <laughs> yeah, I also think maybe accountability partners or friends that you that like are also super positive and like into working out are nice to have and check in with whether you're doing completely different things. But even like this morning, Tim and I, I was like, I did this 10 minute workout this morning. And Tim's like, yeah, I did too. You know? And it's like, when you're interacting with people that have the same like mindset and like want to do that, then it, it kind of keeps you like, Oh, she worked out. Okay. I better get in my workout too. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but no, I feel the same way about it personally. Like before, uh, before getting into, I mean, I know I got into CrossFit about a month ago. I'm talking about it like I've been doing. She's CrossFit in it. She is like. In <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. Uh, I was struggling getting uh, being consistent with my workouts before, uh, and I knew I always knew I needed to join a club or, or whether it was track and field or join like something to mm -hmm. be consistent with the workouts. And um, that's why I thought that CrossFit was the best because you have a team um, and, you know, you, it's not just classes. It's, it's an actual team that you have, you know. So like you said, accountability, mm -hmm. you actually make friends there. And it's it, you need I need a group to be consistent. So social interaction. <laughs> Yeah. And I think um, everyone kind of is a little bit different in that way, but I can see that that would be a positive thing for you, Julie. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. I was about to say, like, if you take someone like Safwan, he's like, I feel like he's like super consistent on his own. That's why I was just going to ask Safwan. You yeah. seem to like be like in your routine. Do you have anyone that you lean on or you just know that you're you're gonna no, be consistent. I was consistent with my routine because I, I try to have goals and I know that by this time I need to be there. So that's how I work. And then I have to force myself to basically do it either every day or to respect the rhythm that I, I had in mind. Mm -hmm. And But after a point, you realize that you it's good to have people around that support you or that also exercise with you and I, I remember I was trying to talk to Julie to the other guys in the office guy I was like come on let's go to the gym it's now and let's let's take an hour and go and work out so yeah I think it's two things that can help you really is to have someone and to have an objective to have a goal and to know where you're going yeah and Tiff, I think something that you can talk about maybe, because you're the only mom in this little crew, is you have done such an amazing job um, adding the active lifestyle to your kids. And you guys are always doing awesome, like family activities. And I would assume that probably helps you stay accountable too. Yeah. Um, well, I actually, some of the things, like I mentioned how I'm starting to mountain bike again, it's because my son uh, is always on his bike. Is he, it's something that he just loves and he's now starting to get into it. So it's kind of like, well, they're young, they're nine and seven and um, just their activities. And that's actually why I started 
rock climbing as well. Um, my daughter is has since a young age just climbed everything. So we put her <laughs> in a climbing camp and she fell in love with it and it's it's her thing. She loves it. So I started, I was there at the gym. So I started doing it because it looked fun and it is, I really enjoy that for for a variety of reasons. But um, I think just finding activities as a family that you like to do, just whether for us, it's just, we love to be outdoors as a family, but it could be like a family walk. It could be if you have a dog, taking the dog out for a jog as a, just trying to, you know, when we're out, it's also a time for us to have fun. We also get to talk and, and then we get to, it gives us a, a good thing to t- start talking about. And then who knows where the conversation goes, but um, just keeping at, keeping active as a family is really fun. We also like to go, uh, we're lucky here to be close to uh, the ocean. So we go kayaking, maybe just all kinds of different things just to explore as a family and try new things. It is, that's just how we like to, how we like to roll, I guess. We just um, are always looking for family adventures that we can all do. Backpacking, took the kids out backpacking this summer. So uh, the kids are like always super into it or sometimes they kind of like, no, we don't want to do this. Cause I know that your kids are like super active too. Oh, they're not, they're not always into it. Sometimes it's kind of like the same. Sometimes we're like, well, you just got to try it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Hey, maybe, maybe you're not going to find this to be fun, but let's try it. And then sometimes it's just like, okay, this wasn't for us. Or other times it's like, Hey, let's go do this again. Uh, like my daughter loves to ride her bike on the road and just ride around the neighborhood. And we took her out on a, a dirt trail, but that's not her thing. She's like, she'll stay back. And so either um, my husband will go with my son when they want to go on the dirt or I will go and she will stay back and do her climb. thing. <laughs> she'll find something to climb. She likes to do uh, core workouts and um, hangboard training, things like that. Nice. <laughs> They're awesome little athletes. Right. But it's fun to watch, you know, as a parent to watch them find what they're passionate about. They do like tennis. Um, so we do go do that too. I think also we can all agree that just adding a little more activity into your life will definitely benefit you on the tennis court. Yeah. 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 Because I think a lot of people are thinking um, they just want like the magic secret. Um, if you do a hundred burpees every day, you're going to get faster. Like, yeah, it's not that. And again, I think the biggest thing that we all keep saying is you really have to find something that you like or you're not going to do it consistently. Yeah. So anyone listening also that like maybe your only activity right now is playing tennis once or twice a week. That's an amazing place to start. And then you can continue to add in. I mean, we've just talked about so many different ways to work out to get stronger and all the things. So yeah. we talked about a, like about like a lot of uh, different activities, but there's also like something as simple as like walking sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, like walking also it's like, I mean, walking is not as uh, intense as like running or um, doing all the sports that we talked about. Uh, it's pretty simple and everybody can do it. And um, if you accelerate your pace while walking, sometimes you, you still get like a good cardio also sometimes. You know? Yeah. I was going to say, um, when I finish college tennis, I, in my head, you know, you're like young still, um, thought for whatever reason, I had put in all the hours of 
work leading up to that that like I didn't never need to work out again <laughs> which mm-hmm. that was not right <laughs> but um and it was kind of one of those things where like I just there was never a want to work out or exercise or maybe it was like I'd ride the ellipt- elliptical once a week or something but it was just it's crazy to me to even think about that because now for me my physical activity workouts and stuff is such a big part of my mental life as well like I need the the release the endorphins um have you guys always been super active or was there ever a time where like you were like no I'm good <laughs> yeah well I for me it would be kind of the same like when I was in high school I was training between 10 and 15 hours a week so basically I almost had no time to incorporate anything I mean I had some physical training but it was on the tennis court you know um, but not at the gym or anything so Mm -hmm. and I was eating like crazy I was eating whatever I wanted that was great the best time (laughs) (laughs) and then and then like I because of the studies I I went down from 10 to 15 to only two hours per week and then I started to see the damage I need to do something now. I need to move. I need to find a way to, because I didn't understand what was happening. I, my buddy was saying like, what are you doing? <laughs> you stop you stop training and you're eating as much or even more. So <laughs> Same. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm back to more sport and taking care of nutrition and paying attention to what I, what I eat. And I think we actually probably have a part two coming on nutrition because if we were to have a nutrition talk, you guys would be the ones I'd want to talk about. Knowing I mean, that Julie's doing CrossFit, she's probably in that paleo life. And I I don't even know if your boxes line up. It's, I've got Tiff on this side. <laughs> Knowing uh, Tiffany is like one of the healthiest people I know and she's always super cognizant of her ingredients and, you know, keeping all of the additives out. So love that. And Saquon, I can only imagine you are probably diligent about your diet. And I like go all over the place and like try all these different things and stuff like that. So we'll have to do another episode on nutrition if you guys are up for it. Yep. Cool. Well, anything else that we can give to our listeners on just how they can up their fitness game on the court and see improvement real fast i would add maybe one thing uh you were you mentioned core training yeah Uh, yeah i know it was hard for me because that that's usually a muscle that you don't really want to work but i find it like that the more you it's super easy to progress and uh, if you train it just a few times a week then you can see a huge improvement compared to the other muscular groups and um the way i started with was with uh, Tabata. So for those who don't know, it's basically you have a song and uh, the good thing is you have almost all the actual songs or like so many different songs. Just go on Spotify, YouTube, you can find a lot. And it's basically your song is splitted with a, a voiceover that is basically giving you the times that you need to exercise and then you need to rest. So most of the times <clears throat> the, the easy Tabata would be like 20 seconds effort and then five or 10 second rest and you go for eight exercises. So that was how I started to work uh, on the, my abs. And we did a video um, with the playtesters on how to work the core. So you can pick the different exercises and then you can basically create your own routine. And I, I, I like to have it like three times a week. So it's only four minutes. 
you pick eight exercises, you do it three times a week and you can already see the improvement. And then you can basically uh, work out for a longer period and, and mix mix a bit with the exercises to give some very buyer variety. <laughs> I love Tabata. I know Tiff loves Tabata. I didn't know that you could find songs though. I was like, wait, yeah. I just learned something. I have my favorite Tabata songs. <laughs> I have my own playlist and stuff. Oh my gosh. We I feel like you need to share that with us, all of yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, ladies, that you have to add before we wrap this one up? Mm, I'd say uh, if anyone wants to train uh, tennis to be tennis specific when they're like on um for their off-court work, off workout here, off-court workout. Um, it's important, I think, to focus on abs, legs, and lower back. That's what I'd need to add. Because I know that a lot of uh, people and, uh, and some players too, um, they think that to hit stronger, they need bigger arms. It's not the case. <laughs> if you want to hit stronger, you need better arm speed and core and a stronger base. So strong, um, strong core, strong uh, legs and a strong back. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. And I didn't hit on this earlier, but I think a lot of explosive movements, which I'm, I know you guys all practice and this could easily be in your Tabata workout, but like squat jumps and burpees yeah. and, um, you know, lunge jumps, switch lunges, and box jumps, and all, anything like explosive, I think has re really can help up your power on the tennis court. Agreed. Yeah. And they're fun, I think. They are fun. <laughs> Except burpees. I don't like a burpee. I don't like burpees. Let's not talk about burpees. Why do burpees? <laughs> who, invent who invented burpees? Those are terrible. Jeff, <laughs> anything else to add? Just one last thing for me would be, we talked about consistency and things like that, but I also wanted to say, just be kind to yourself um, and also listen to your body. So I, I want to be active every day, but you know what? Some days your body is really sore or you have an injury. Listen to your body and let it heal. So, you know, we talk about being consistent and working hard or work, just work to what your body is telling you for me um just so i can be consistent i mean there are the times that i need a day off so and that's okay literally you're not gonna take that actually <laughs> i think andy used to say rest is a weapon and it's like i because i'm the person too like oh my god no days off but taking a day off actually can push you further in your progress i agree 100 percent. also yeah and this uh, off day can be used as a uh, stretching I know. Take that opportunity to get in that hip opener. <laughs> get in that yeah. pigeon pose that I hate. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, this is really fun. I feel like we could literally keep talking about like all the different workouts yeah. and we'll just have like Julie report back every month on her CrossFit journey. <laughs> this is so fun. So intense. Like I thought I was dying this morning. Like, whew. Somebody brought cookies after our workout. I was really happy because I thought I was going into hypoglycemia. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense, but it's fun. You, when you're with a good group, training um, hard like this is fun for me. 
<laughs> I know it's not the case for everybody, but I love it. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Biggest lesson is find something that you love to do and be consistent doing it. And I feel like now I need, I'm so motivated to go work out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you guys. I will talk to you all later. Happy hitting. If you guys have any questions about anything that anyone said in this podcast or you want to hear more about any specifics, feel free to email us at podcast at tennis-warehouse.com and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes and be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time, happy hitting. your calluses oh my gosh i don't think you can see now but my hand is bad oh yeah we can see between crossfit climbing and tennis i'm losing my hand